radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Are we on? Is this real? Whoa, we're on the radio again. Hello, all of you, everyone listening in the Seattle, the greater Seattle Puget Sound area, and those of you listening online, and all of you listening later on to the Talking Real Money podcast. Welcome to Talking Real Money, the real money radio show. Wow, whoa, so nice to be back. Indeed it wow. is. It's uh, You've been kind of a choppy fall. We're here one hour every <laughs> once in a while, and most of the time we're not here. And, you know, I, I, it's it's hard because I, I don't talk that much at home. I kind of need the outlet. So this is good. I'm glad I, I'm and, here. You and me both. I kind of sit around the house mute most of the week. It's Saturday. I, I can talk. I got the mute button on. There you go. Oh, so, yeah, it's good to be I here. am just excited. And, you know, I want to encourage the uh, Washington Huskies football team. Uh, I, congratulations, by the way, on your little on your Apple thing. Yeah, you won an Apple. I'm they glad did. you got your yeah, Apple. They got the Apple. Uh, but here's the thing: oh. Can you do me a favor and throughout the rest throughout next year play really, really well so you get all night games? Yeah. Well, I mean, we and who knows? It, it's it's no, a wild night card. games are good for us. They're okay. I know because then we get to it's air those the show. afternoon yeah. games that mess us up because oh, the pregame show then starts at six a.m. Because <laughs> twelve hours of pregame is just about what's re- required, as always. Uh, hi, uh, this is Talking Real Money, the show where we talk about real money, and your money is real. We hope, uh, unless you have cryptocurrencies, and the number is. Oh boy, do I get in trouble for crypto? Oh, Every please. time I say cryptocurrencies, I get in trouble with some crypt idiot. The texts and emails begin. Yes, the phone number. Oh, Go ahead. Gosh, I've got one for you later. Eight five five nine three five. Talk is our telephone number yes we still use telephonic instruments believe it or not we we cannot and we, we, we still accept cash payments too by the way still we, we do not accept bitcoin though <laughs> no we don't but cash is still fine but we're still looking for a way to do psychic connections over the radio show where we can just impugn just know right away what you're thinking but well, haven't figured actually that out yet. actually on most we calls, know what I, you're <laughs> I'm just going to say, yeah, so please don't call us and say, I'm thinking of taking all the money out of my retirement fund. Oh, no, and no, no. Do call us and okay. say that. Yeah, please do. I know then that the answer is easy on that one. So uh, Because the, the last month, November has not been good to stocks. No. If you're a stock investor, it's... I think we're, we're technically in a correction now, correct? 10% yeah, down not, from the from most the recent high. high. Yeah. Right, 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 right. You have to be. You have to play a little fast and yeah. loose with the numbers mm-hmm. to make the rest of the news media happy. They love saying things like correction and yeah. bear market. It's Those easy. are just fun. Well, they're fun. Yeah, and because- if you're if you're an owner of technology, things like Apple and Amazon and Microsoft, you're down like twenty percent from the high. So it's been much more yeah. dramatic. It's really the Apple stocks that went straight up have taken a bite out of you since then. Apple is now its market cap is below Amazon. No. Or not Amazon's Microsoft. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Some big news. I mean, so I did a little. I did a little poll. Uh, I had my uh, Jerry Seinfeld esque group over for Thanksgiving. Uh, no, he he pulled a bunch of eleven year olds. <laughs> the answers may have been similar. I really don't know. But leaving that as it may, I asked people because 
we've got this little, it's been a little bumpy, right? So I asked people, I didn't do it at the table because I thought they wouldn't share their true feelings. I did it kind of privately for, with each person. I asked them now that the market has gone down, right? I mean, because it has gone down. What should you do about that? Now, what would you guess, Don, people said? Uh, oh, no. What First, what they would have said, oh, yeah, the, when the market's going down, I want, I get, I'm get, I getting out. I get out when it's going down. Nine out of ten people said sell. Yeah. Nine out of ten? I mean, it's like, really? I, it, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, Tom. They don't listen to our show. They apparently have a pretty clear indication. So I immediately said, okay, Google, play Talking Real Money podcast, which we then shared for the rest of the afternoon. So that was good. Did you? Yeah. See, I usually say, hey, Siri, play Talking Real Money podcast. (laughs) By the way, it makes people leave the house more quickly, I noticed, too. Now she's playing it. Hey Siri, don't really do that. Uh, that's probably wow. going on at my house too right now. So who yeah. knows? Uh, I'm, no, seriously, Siri just she went started off. playing. Started <laughs> yeah. doing it. So I mean, it's fascinating. I mean, this is. I asked my wife about this because you know she doesn't really pay attention to much of this. In fact, I, I think I've mentioned on the show she doesn't really know. You mean I she doesn't do pay show. any attention to you? Does that too? But I mean, so she just <laughs> kind. Of, I mean, she sort of blindly trusts me to make sure that our money's okay, which is very kind. Mo, more Maybe misplaced her. trust, hey, but <laughs> hey, d- excuse me. Call Tom's wife. <laughs> I got a plan for you. So no, here's, you would not be selling after the market went down that is a you bad should probably strategy, actually so. be buying yeah. more stocks so, but, but we got pretty exciting thing coming up here in just a couple minutes you're gonna like well, no we're actually right after the oh, break we are me. going to travel back in time 15 years Ooh. stay with us tom and don are talking real money Your number one financial goal must be retirement. As we live longer, our need for a substantial retirement nest egg has grown. That's why you must have a plan. And to help you map your route to a brighter future, I created Vestory's Better Retirement Guidebook. And you can get a free PDF copy right now at retirebetterbook.com. It's truly free and there is no obligation. So get your Better Retirement Guidebook now at retirebetterbook.com, Retire betterbook.com for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money please welcome don mcdonald thanks for taking part let's talk about the mutual fund industry 60 billion dollars moving into funds in january investors trusting the market again should they be trusting mutual funds though oh they should have been trusting mutual funds all along generally what are some of the what, when you look at the scandal? What what do you think the 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 real problem there was? Uh, agreed, uh, agreed, absolutely, lots agreed. But what what, well, was, we, what were the things they were doing wrong that really stand out? The, the, the problem was the industry was was going through a tiny contraction, probably for the first time in anyone in the industry's memory at that point, except for maybe John Bogle, who's been there since the beginning of time. They, they were companies like Janus were seeing outflows. They were seeing uh, the, the, their assets under management decline, and so somebody said, "Hmm, how are we going to get a little bit more money?" And I do mean a little tiny bit more money. And they they uh, they came up with some schemes to attract more capital, and they got caught. A lot of publicity, but in the end, is, are those scandals going to end up costing investors a lot of money? No. The, the net the net cost to investors is negligible. There's not going to be a whole lot of of, of expense. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the numbers are being bandied about are pennies per shareholder. You're going to get a couple of cents back. 
from these guys. It's not a lot of money. But what it did do was it damaged a decade, two decades, of really great credibility that the, that the mutual fund industry had built up, particularly the no-load side of the fund industry. They were perceived as, and, and for a lot of good reasons, as, as a very clean, safe, reasonable means by which to invest. And uh, they just threw that goodwill out the window. No, right? But if that's goodwill. true, if, if goodwill is gone and people don't trust the industry, why are $60 billion going into mutual funds in January? What's your choice? There's ETFs. ETFs are one option, but they still confuse people. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're not real confident in what they are and how they work. They have to buy them through a brokerage firm of some kind. So there, there's that other relationship. There's a lot of mistrust of brokers. With mutual funds, you're able to, particularly no-load funds, you're able to go directly to a fund company. It eliminates a middleman. It makes people a little more comfortable. Do you like ETFs? I like ETFs, sure, absolutely. As, as a good alternative? As a good alternative to mutual funds. If Again, if you can buy them right, you've got to make sure that you're not paying big commissions. You've got to buy them through a discounter and, and keep those costs down. Because when you're investing, it's all about cost. The more money you spend, the less money you make. People don't understand that very much. Instead, they look at returns. Right. No, it's not about returns. It's about spending less. You'll make more. Uh, the, the returns are what's great one day is, is mediocre the next to pathetic. Janus was the best, they were the worst. It, it, it can you change. fall from grace, it changes. It can change quickly. Let's talk about some of the things that may come out of this whole mutual fund mess. Some changes are being suggested. One of them that's working its way in Congress right now is getting rid of the 12B1 fee, which is a, a sales commission charge. And I didn't realize that uh, two out of every three funds have a 12B1 fee. Right. Is that something that should be eliminated, or yeah. is that a necessary... Oh, 12B1 fees. 12B1 fees were one of these big scams pulled off by the, the Investment Company Institute, which represents the mutual fund industry. They went before Congress and said, you give us a marketing fee. You give it to us. You let us charge us. Kind of hide it. So it doesn't look like an expense. You let us hide it over here. Call it something like a 12B1. No one will know what that means. And we'll bring in tons of money. And when we do... Fees will go down. Well, they were half right. Wow, that is a trip down memory. You sound great there. You sound just the same, by the way. All right, so we're, let's have a little fun with that. Let's have a little fun with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, somebody's going to get this right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So Right off. But oh, wait, before we go any further, yes. though, we were talking, this was from 2000, this was right, right after the, the dot-com crash. Yeah. Uh, 2003, and the mutual fund industry was playing some games with uh, return figures, and uh, and and they got they got caught. They Late got caught trading, doing wasn't it? Things. Something too. They were doing yeah, some stuff. they were they were they were uh, they they were trading on knowledge on price on price knowledge they Correct. already had. Correct. And, yeah, it, wasn't, um, it was below but the belt. Really, you notice what the over overriding theme though of that is? What is it? Prices. Yeah, prices. To costs. this day, it's still costs. I know. It really is. Okay, but let's, ha let's have a little fun. Right. So that goes back to 2003. You did a great job there. But if you can call us and tell us the person interviewing Don on that program, which was a TV show, by the way. We're going to send you an... Uh, and we'll send and you, the name of the TV show. Well, no, Wait, that's part two. I was, getting, I was getting to that. Oh, okay. All right. We're going to send you the book free. If you can which tell book? me the name of the TV show... I'll send you a certificate for dinner for two somewhere. I'll get one of those ones from Costco. Really? Yeah. Which book are you sending? 
Financial physics. Financial yeah. physics. You get the a free newest co- edition. The newest edition. It's beautiful. You get a free copy of that. And if you can tell me the name of the TV show that Don was on with that other person, you get uh, the, the book and the gift certificate. Dinner for two. 855-935-TALK is the number. 855-935-8255. And it's the first person who gets Yeah, no. And by the way, those. yes, you, you made a very good point there. This 15 years ago, it's seems like a long time to some people but it's really not that long but the point of the matter was you you made a very good point that the reality is because and people the name janice for example you mentioned janice it has, which it has the, left the vocabulary it has it was it was the company right where it was taking it, I, I think i remember reading a story once that it was taking in money so fast that they couldn't they, the mailroom couldn't cash all the checks that were coming in because remember Janice had the four funds that you had to own for technology that all owned the same things by the way so I think people owned four funds or whatever it was and then they all went down very quickly in the early 2000s when the dot com bust came along yeah who is the the most well-known money manager at Janice Henderson these days. It's well, now Janice easy. Henderson. It's the Bond yeah, King, you know. baby. Who has been the Bond, Bond Joker. Bond bum. The Bond bum <laughs> ever not since. not been very good. Bill Gross. Yeah, he's had a tough time. He's had Bill tough Gross time. went, took his brilliance mm-hmm. from PIMCO to Janice and has not looked brilliant. How long has it this been, is- by the way? Like three years, four know. years. He's, the returns have been yeah, twenty four years. Yeah, okay. And and has fun lost? What was it like the one day? I mean, like in a week? It, huge negatives this year. So yeah, but just see, I want here's the point I want to make with that. Here we had one of the hottest money managers in America, Bill Gross, mm-hmm. yep. the Bond King, Pimco total return. You couldn't can't go oh. wrong with Bill. Yep. Bill. I, I, these guys ride a lucky streak as if it was brilliance. And that's one of the biggest problems you face when you make money decisions is you're looking at people's track record and thinking to yourself, wow, they must be so smart. Mm-hmm. When the reality is he kind of owned the right things for a period of time. And it was a decent... Could it be luck? Yeah, could it be luck? And by the way, there is Peter Lynch who now does admit... That he was in, he remember he used to manage Fidelity Magellan back hundred years ago, and he had I the do. hot hand, great track record, and he kind of admits today, yeah, I really own the right type of stocks at the right time, and then I, I got out at the right time. I happen to be in the right place yeah. at the right Bingo. time. Bingo! Yeah, eight five five nine three five talk is our number. If uh, so, who interviewed me on that interview, and what was the name of the show? A couple of prizes await those who get it right at eight five five nine three five talk eight five five nine three five eight two five five. We'll bring those calls on the air to get the answers right. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Tom and Don are talking real money. Keeping the podcast breaks as painless as possible is my goal. That's why I want to very quickly tell you about the only magazine I've ever heard of that is 100% real investing all the time. There's no business news, no speculative advice, and certainly no lifestyle stuff. It's called Real Investing Journal. I publish it every quarter, and you can get two full years for only 25 bucks at realinvestingjournal.com. That's realinvestingjournal.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
855-935-TALK is the number to call with your questions and your thoughts and your ideas and your confusion about managing money and investing, but also to answer the, the, uh, the, the contest question, who interviewed Don in that interview we Mm -hmm. just played? And what was the name of the television show from 15 years ago? 855-935-TALK. I want to finish the thought, too, around Thanksgiving, because I didn't mean to pick on the, the, my fellow diners Did we mention Thanksgiving? Day. Well, yeah, because I remember oh, I did. mentioned my little informal poll um, around what do you do when the market goes down. I didn't mean to pick on people, but the bottom line is, here's what you really should be doing. Nothing. Because your portfolio, <laughs> it's sad. Oh, well, oh, no, that's not true. Hey, you, you get that, extra, is, that is lazy. That you, is just lazy, You can get an extra helping of uh, turkey or maybe dressing, or if you're really in good shape, more fudge pie. But the reality is your portfolio should be constructed for good times and bad times, both. That's it. Yeah, uh, that really. I, I mean, it, it, it. So the dinner time conversation right. is not as it exciting. It should be done right to begin with. You shouldn't go along trying to tinker with it and fix it. You should build it correctly to start with, and that will mean that you are in the right position to ride out a bad market yeah. like the one we're having this month yeah the problem so is, far this month the problem is everybody in the media when they tell you this isn't going to be exactly like 2000 whatever it is right they make you think that this is the next big whatever coming along that you got to do something that's when you have to All ignore right. the stuff it's time yeah. time to find out if somebody has the right answer okay. let's find out first terry welcome to talking real money thank you hey terry greetings do you know who that was? Well, I, I think it's the, uh, my guess, it is the, the yeah. esteemed Tom Cock. <laughs> he broke the code. He wins a book. Yeah, he wins a book. book. Now let's see if he knows the TV show. Boy, I'm, this is shooting in the dark because um, I, I honestly don't know. So I'm going to try and make up a name that might somehow luckily uh, be the correct name. <laughs> I'll call it the uh-huh. um, Financial Fitness. Oh, well. There you go. What a great name. We should have used that one. No, that was the name of Paul's book, Financial Fitness Forever. Yeah. That was so close, though. Terry, we are going to get you Don's book. So hang on. We'll get your phone number. We'll get the book out to you. So we still have the second part of the question. Thank you for calling. Thanks, Terry. So we still need yeah, to know so the, the name of the television still hangs show. Out there. What was the name of yeah. that short-lived television show? Hey, come how long, on. No, how long no, was, the show, the show was on was the air for on? like 23 years. I only did six of them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Tom Barry was Mitchell. the host of the show. Yeah. Now, you see, yeah, now you have a clue. Yeah, that makes yeah. it easier. Who, he, he hosted the show, right. but yeah. what was the name of the show? Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. 855-935-8255. Oh, and, uh, you, you got somebody this is a, who you knows can win me. a dinner. Yeah. Well, oh, no, no. It's somebody who knows you. No. <laughs> no. Tell them I'll Boyd. buy a dinner anyway. So void. We'll, Offer okay. void where you know Tom. That's like... You yeah. know, my daughter and I, we used to sit around and watch Amazing Race, right? Watched right. it all the time. Loved Amazing Race. And mm-hmm. we kept saying, we should go on as a father-daughter team. Yeah. And then we went online to look up the form, and it says, anyone who has a, a family member who worked for the Walt Disney Company, which is loosely connected with Jerry Bruckheimer, cannot be a contestant on the show. Yeah. I mean, come on. So my daughter works for Disney. We couldn't go on the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, now, now we don't really have time to, to go back because we have everybody lined up with the answers, but we got to go to okay. the bottom of the hour.
So we'll come back after the break. No? You want to try one more? I don't more? hear the music. No, I don't hear the music okay. yet, but well, you, if you want. Okay. We got them all no, lined up. There's to. the music. No, now I hear the music. Yeah, so, so no, we got it's them too all, late now. So stay on oh. there. Hey, interesting point. I looked up Bill Gross's Global Unconstrained Bond Fund. Yes. The Class C shares, which are the most expensive, at 1.79% oh. per year. Three-year total average annual return, 0.01% negative per year. A loss every year for three years. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. You've heard that about 99% of all financial advisors are not always required to act in your best interest. You've probably been pitched financial products by all manner of friends and relatives, and the investing you have done is probably a hodgepodge of ill-fitting pieces that are doing little to provide the financial security you need. If you're looking for a 100% pure fiduciary, and we'll put that in writing, low-cost, fee-only advisor who always puts you first, give Vestry a call at 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004. 3004 or visit us online at vestory v-e-s-t-o-r-y dot com reality radio for a really great future we're talking real money we're going to try and help you manage your money better as we've been trying to do for a very long time if you were listening earlier for even 15 years ago Tom was doing a television show about money, and I was a supposed expert on it. I don't know why people thought I was, but apparently they thought so. Uh, But I've been doing it for several years. I've been doing talk shows since 1988. I had some of those, too. I just just, uh, recorded some of the audio from my old uh, talk shows from 1988. I think it's awesome. And by the way, before we go to the phones, I want to mention that in the next few weeks, we're going to start putting Tom's old interviews and my old, old, old shows <laughs> up on our new streaming radio channel, uh, Real Money Talk Radio at realmoneytalkradio.com. Don't so you'll go be able there to go yet. Back in the past. Don't, we can go there now. There's oh, something okay. there. It's just right. not, not this stuff. Can I put, I have uh, some tapes like not going back to the mid 70s when I was a rock and no, DJ. No, those can I were put those music. Up? Okay. Is was, it. Uh, did you talk about real money? Carpenters and stuff, and no, okay. No, did you talk about I, real money? I, I didn't know anything at about all. Money then, frankly, You're right? <laughs> Other than how I made it, I was making money then, but I was spending it. I wasn't saving in, it. in the basement with your new was, little etch a sketch printing press, <laughs> making money. <laughs> Got it. Oh, okay. So Steve has been yeah. standing by. I think Steve wants to see if he can get in on I'm the uh, the action here because so far we gave away the uh, book. The book. Yeah, now and it's, now, we're now looking, it's the dinner for two. That's right. We're looking for the name of the television show that uh, that I hosted that I had Don on that show. So should we try Steve? Yeah. Okay. You're in charge. Oh, over finally, there. this ahead. is a big day for me. Yeah. No, Hi, I Steve. How are you? you? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Good. Doing? Good. 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 Happy Thanksgiving. So what's uh, hey, you, same to y'all? You have an answer for us, or do you have a question? Uh, I'm gonna take a shot at it. Was it uh, serious money? You got it. Good job. Yeah, wow. Well done. Yeah. A, a, a PBS hey, viewer. A PBS viewer going way back. Yeah, Thanks PBS, to PBS yeah. viewers like you. Yeah. The show is no longer on the air. No, I'm yeah. kidding. That was a fun show to do. I had a ball doing it because you got to interview everybody, honestly. 
Oh, yeah. So it was, it was a good was deal. Good. So, well, hang It was on. the first time I ever did a studio interview. I always did my interview sitting in another studio on a satellite link. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I did one in studio. It was fun to do it in yeah. studio, face-to-face. You're, face you're very good. And as we said, that some of that material will be up on the web, longer pieces up on the web, right? Yeah, uh, at realmoneytalkradio.com. All right, Steve, All right. you hang on. Thanks we're gonna, so much, Steve. We're going to get you gift a dinner certificate, and we owe Omar one, too, so we'll do those, too. <laughs> Got to give it to Omar. He's, he is a raving fan, and we appreciate that. So, good job. Yeah. Serious money. All right. We got that. 855-935-TALK is our number. Now we move forward. I know. We have other callers. Are they all... Oh, okay. So the other caller also had they're a guess. They're done. So, so they're, I'm they're sorry. Over, it was so. the first one. Sorry. Yeah, that, Yeah. no, that was good. So You got to be fast. That's the be. other thing. About when you call the show, here's the other thing that happens. We do two hours yeah. on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and everybody calls the last half hour, and then we're jamming to get everybody in. So call early. Call yeah. often. Eight. Kind of like voting. Vote early, vote often. 855-935-TALK. I shouldn't even joke about that, should I? No. Not in this environment. Not where you live, no, no because it's where I fairly live. prevalent, apparently. <laughs> uh, and if you're worried that the S&P 500 has fallen 10% since its record high on September 20th, then uh, call us. We'll talk about that. And what you should Absolutely. do. What, what, what do I do? It's down 10%. What should I do? Okay. You know? So, uh, I think we we'll already told them, but we're going to reiterate no, well, that because it's so it's, darned important. It, it is very important. you got to have a strategy. you got to stick to a discipline. you got to quit messing around. Otherwise, it's very exactly. expensive. And, and stop believing there are people with prognosticative, predictive, essentially psychic powers. No one out there can ever tell you what the market is going to do will they try to tell you oh yeah but will they be right when they get lucky yeah and big money i mean i know it's all about the eyeballs right you got to get the people to watch you which is apparently why my show's not on here anymore because it wasn't as interesting and i didn't predict anything right uh not because of you don because you were a great guest not all the guests were as scintillating as you were to say the least oh right 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 guys like ceos of bowl yeah, and ceos of starbucks interesting and... no they're not did you ever get bill gates on nope i never got gates on i think Maybe Barry Mitzman did, but because he he had the show before I did. I think I think maybe he had. Oh, games. got it, got it, got it. So yeah, like, those, and we never got Jeff Bezos. We tried Jeff Bezos, but uh, he was very publicity shy, so never got him either. Well, which is too bad. But you see the thing on Saturday Night Live about Jeff Bezos, where which Steve Carell did a Jeff Bezos. No, well, I did just not. Just this last week. Oh, Steve Carell did a Jeff Bezos impersonation, and he said. It's just a coincidence that uh, HQ2, I, that I'm moving HQ2 to Donald Trump's hometown and the place where he lives now. That's just a coincidence. Oh, that is funny. I love it. <laughs> it, yeah. was a good, it was good. And it's not because I bought the Washington Post mm-hmm. so I can put up headlines like this. Nothing good piece. like that. 855-935-TALK is our number. I want to talk a little about crypto when we get back. Crypto weirdos. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just as there are basic laws that govern our physical world called physics with a PH, there are also basic rules and concepts that impact our finances and investments. I call them financial physics with an F. 
In fact, eight years ago, I wrote a book about them. For years, I've wanted to create an interactive version of that book to help readers better understand the concepts. So, since it was time for an update, I turned Financial Physics, with an F, into a special interactive multimedia version only on iBooks. It's the only platform that allows that. Because I want everyone to have access to this information, I decided to give this version away. Yes, it's totally free. So, if you have a compatible Apple device, go get your copy of the new interactive book financial physics on ibooks it's totally free and it's available right now in the ibooks store for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money 855-935-TALK or 8255 is our phone number give us a call we'll talk about your life issues your financial life issues your money life issues your confusion about investing all the people who are out there really, really trying hard to lead you astray and take your money from you. 855-935-TALK. And some of those people that are trying to lead you astray, I believe, and truly take lots and lots of money from you are the folks in the cryptocurrency confusion craze nut job thing going on out there. Now, let me just grant all of you crypto crazies, I'm going to just grant you one Part of your argument, blockchain makes sense, and someday it will be used which to is manage what, what is blockchain? currencies. Blockchain is a means by which you can track individual units of value, and they maintain their value, and they're 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 uh, they're they're identifiable, controllable, securable online. Little so bits it could of be a way of transacting wealth from one person to another. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I'm okay. going to grant all of you guys that. Please quit making that argument. I believe that eventually, I mean, Walmart uses blockchain to track their vegetables. It it makes sense. But that doesn't mean cryptocurrencies make any sense. I argued in a podcast, Tom, that I did uh, last week, the, the Talking Real Money Quick podcast, that yep. are podcasts only. I argued that a that to be a currency, something has to have a stable value. Nobody wants to make transactions in Venezuelan bolivars. Why? Because you don't know from one second to the next what it's actually worth. One day you can buy a loaf of bread for a thousand bolivars. The next day it's a million bolivars. But you do raise you, an interesting point there in the fact that that is the boulevard is recognized by the government, whereas you by can't that use government. you can't use as far as I know cryptocurrency in this country to pay your taxes, for example. Correct, and that's the other thing is that it has to be generally fungible. It has to be something that is accepted by not just one store or some online website, but generally accepted within a particular society whether it be it could be a venezuelan bitcoin and if everybody in venezuela took it i'll call it a currency like the bolivar is within venezuela but it in in no country in the world is bitcoin accepted as payment for taxes so that it's not a currency the other problem with with people say cryptocurrencies are an investment how are they an investment Investments can grow larger in and of themselves. They can increase their value like Apple did or Microsoft did or Amazon did or Starbucks did. A cryptocurrency only becomes more valuable when more people want it. 
understood there's no earnings, there's no dividends, there's no Nothing. potential Nothing. growth of the So the, that basically thing. I said that on the podcast. Yeah, I said, what are they good for? Absolutely nothing. Say again. Oh. Okay, this guy wrote me. He put private on every line of his yeah. uh, note that he don't sent. Share his this. Private, Shh. Pr- don't share this. Because he's very, very concerned about his privacy. He's a young person, apparently. He says, after listening to you, he said, after listening to you, I can see why you have zero comments on this broadcast. Well, one, it wasn't a broadcast. It was a podcast, and I've never had any comments to any of the podcasts online. Uh, I do enjoy, do enjoy your show regarding other topics. Thank you. However, you knew there was one of those coming. <laughs> the butt is you waiting. Are not, you are not correct about several things in relation to crypto. <laughs> You're just making my point in the next sentence. There are over 1,000 cryptocurrencies. Yeah. That <laughs> well, how do you know which one? Doesn't speak one? well in your favor, correct. Uh, no. And several promising ones that are under a penny right now. You ever oh, heard yeah. of penny stocks? Get me into a few penny, of those sideways. Yeah. Uh, this is still in its infancy phase. Another argument against it. Bitcoin began 10 years ago. People have the opportunity of a lifetime to make more than they probably ever could working at a 9 to 5 or even running their own business. In case you didn't know, this country has been bankrupt since the early 1900s. Our birth certificates are actually promissory notes. Your birth certificate's a promise. How much is mine? I'd like to not go cash it in. Mine's worth more than yours because I was born before you. That's a good point. We... The people yes. are the collateral for the never-ending debt that keeps growing. Cryptocurrency is just as legitimate as the U.S. dollar. Do they take it to pay? To, to pay? Can you pay your taxes with it? No. 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 Oh, XRP, which is another cryptocurrency, is supposed to to bypass Bitcoin because it works faster. It's a faster Bitcoin. <laughs> So, Instead of moving at the speed of light, it moves at the speed of light plus okay, a, couple a little of, bit A couple more. of addendums to your, your podcast. Number one, yeah. there was a company here in the Seattle area that set up over in eastern Washington where they could get power very inexpensively, like a quarter as 25% compared to the, what you pay everywhere else. So they could yeah, run they all these computers. Power. Right. They got to run all those computers. They just went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. because they were trying to mine all these and number two here's the part about the investing part i mean how many investments have you owned that have declined in value by 80 percent in one year i mean that's pretty dramatic number two only individual stocks yeah exactly but in total i think i read 700 billion with a b loss for people to put money into bitcoin that's how much it's gone down and that that's what it's cost investors that's a lot of money well, this guy's a Bitcoin hater. He just likes the penny cryptos. Okay. The, so which he's, is even more crazy. He's going to call Pablo Escobar's little brother, jump in there, because the Escobar coin, whatever they're Bitcoin calling it. Bitcoin light. Bitcoin light. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah. It's mm. not worth anything. It's, it's worth less. All right. So he goes on and he says, I agree with this part. Banks all over the world are and will use this technology. Yep. I can't tell you what it is or where it all came from. But people have made millions off of crypto overnight. Yeah, they did in December of 2017. They made millions overnight. And then they lost millions over the next six months. The goal of the powers that be is to have a cashless society because it's easier to control the population that way. And here he gives it all away. Next sentence. David Icke talked about this in the 1990s. For those of you who don't know, 
David Icke is a former English footballer, sportscaster, and popular British conspiracy theorist who believes the universe is made of vibrational energy and consists of an infinite number of dimensions that share the same space. He believes in an interdimensional race of reptilian beings called the Akrons and have hijacked the Earth and genetically modified us. Okay, first of all, don't ever believe a former soccer player. Number two, and I could say that as a former soccer player, what was that second part? You're kidding or something, right? I mean, no, the, the, I am <laughs> not kidding. David Icke uh, believes that we're, they, they, we're becoming human Akron hybrids of shape-shifting reptilians known as the Babylonian Brotherhood or Illuminati, mm. manipulating global events to keep humans in a constant state of fear. Then we can control them. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this guy, one, believes in David Ickes. He says he's willing to risk, whisk, 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 risk right 10 or 20,000 to change my life dramatically for the better. I don't want to wait until my 80s to be financially set. So he's, he's telling you you should buy these cryptos, XRP, mm. Cardano, and Dent, which I hope wasn't named for Harry Dent because oh, he's wrong almost all the time. Oh, I wonder if it is. Yeah, I wonder if it is. Hmm. Anyway, uh, thank you for your comments. <laughs> I really appreciate them. Because it made my day when I read them, and researching David Icke made it even more fun. Thanks so much. Tom and Don are talking real money. I just recently created a new and massively improved interactive edition of Financial Physics on iBooks, but I don't want to leave out those without an Apple device, although no other platform offers their interactivity. I have, however, created a free static PDF version of Financial Physics with an F that you can get right now at TalkingRealMoney.com. That's TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. You can choose to build a better future based on insanity or science. You get to choose. And if you choose science, then we're going to try and help you build a better retirement at a class coming up along with attorney Rick Gregory called uh, Retirement Freedom. It's coming up in December. You can get tickets now at TalkingRealMoney.com. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.